Welcome to Sofa Gamers Raw. What up, podcast? Bex here. I hope you guys are having a great day. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that is deeply related with what I want to do more in the future when it comes to the Sofa Gamers project and to the future of video games. And is linked with education, with young kids that start to enter the gaming world without any supervision and that playing whatever they might be playing that is not beneficial to them on top of that they even stream it and this couldn't be more appropriate than replying to another message i received from one of the listeners of the podcast my dear friend james moller and i will pass his question so you guys can hear it and right after i'm going to say what i think about it and how we can help younger generations through the use of video games to have a more sane life and how that can contribute to to their upbringing. So here's James' message. Hi Bex, this is James. Um, I have a question for you. There was a recent news cycle about a six-year-old, basically Call of Duty prodigy who got banned from Twitch. Uh, I think it was kind of like a a whole spoof or whatever the video was. But my question has to do with the broader topic of young kids who are streaming and uh, getting into esports. Do you have any thoughts on how that might affect those kids or, or just your personal opinion on what that looks like, I guess, with so many younger kids getting into esports, getting into gaming heavily early or streaming? Um, I'm just curious about your thoughts. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much, James. What a great and relevant question. So, here are my thoughts on several of the things you mentioned during your, your voice message. First of all, being a spoof or not, being like fake or not fake, it's still true that there are a lot of kids that play inappropriate games and on top of that they stream it. This raises a few, uh, a few questions, of course, and a few <laughs> issues, to say the least. So, let me try to go step by step. First, kids that age, young kids, they don't buy games by themselves. They don't have power to purchase anything, right? So, there's a parent or a tutor or someone responsible for that child that is allowing the kid to have access to those games or buying those games for the child to play. As there is a lot of misconceptions around the gaming world, one of them being video games are for kids, while most of the games are for adults for so many reasons, power of purchase being one of them, it's always important to do research. And when I say research, it's not just checking the rating of the game, because by my own experience, because I have a a daughter that now she is seven and by my own experience I know that just checking a rating of a video game is not enough to know if that game is appropriate for the child to play so by research I mean going online and doing even if it's a quick research you can find a lot of information about the game you want to purchase for your kid to play and 
that way you will get some education around what you are trying to provide your kid with and in this way you will avoid a lot of problems like having a six years old as you mentioned well you also said we don't know if it's true or not but still well i know because i saw it i had people coming and talking with me about kids that live in their household playing those kinds of games and it's it's kind of sad to say the least you know because having a, a child so young playing a first person shooter as call of duty it's a shooter a human killing other humans virtually or not you have the intent behind it right so this should never happen let's be clear right fps games are not for kids to play even fortnite it has a style that is more animated cartoony etc but still you are a human shooting another human if you are an adult do whatever you want you have your head to think about your decisions now a child if it's six seven eight or sometimes even younger having access to those kind of experiences that messes your brain up in many different ways we as humans have different stages of growth and development and especially in the brain we go through periods of seven years so the brain waves of a child they work differently until seven and then from there on it changes i don't want to go deep into details into the science of it i know what i'm talking about if you are interested in alpha and theta and beta waves in our brains just check that out but know that as we grow up as we develop ourselves as humans there are huge differences and when we go through 7 14 21 years old stages are different in our human development so if you give access to a child that is in a more emotional and open state to new information and to new concepts and to new values the way that will be assimilated is gonna be detrimental you know what i mean and that's tough and the responsibility is not of the child that kid did not choose that game to play no that should never happen it's not by chance that there are still many many countries in the world where you obtain majority when you are 21 not 18 for example like in portugal and most european countries it's when you are 21 and that's for a reason it is connected with our development and our growth and much of our brain. So I think it's really bizarre that these things happen more often than not. And of course, parents should really educate themselves into the type of video games they allow their kids to play. And just to close this first part regarding esports. Esports, we all know, it's something that it's growing brutally. It's awesome that now you have this ability to virtually be competing using virtual sports to know new people for those who like to get awards and be renowned and whatever. You have even professional football clubs. And when I say football, I mean soccer. They hire these teenagers to play for their teams because they are phenomenons, you know? these kids are really good playing th those games but normally they are already teenagers or young adults not children but regarding esports i have something to say that for me it confuses me i don't understand how a shooting game where you kill people 
is considered esports. It's considered a sport. You could categorize it in a different way, <laughs> you know? Like you are someone with an arsenal of guns at your disposal to kill other humans and you call it a sport. For me, it's bizarre. There's competition involved. There are a lot of teams. It's probably the field in, in, the, in esports that is more advanced and has more people on it. But if you think about it for a moment, is that really a sport? Shooting around people? It's like in real life, you say, oh, I go hunt for sport. No, don't call hunting a sport. Are you hunting for survival? Because if you don't hunt that animal, you're gonna starve to death. I understand that you do that. You have to eat, you have to survive. I understand. Even if I'm a vegetarian, <laughs> that's, that's nothing to do. If you are going through survival, I understand that you have to hunt to survive. Yeah. Now, going somewhere and killing animals just for sport and calling hunting a sport, I'm sorry. Uh, for me, that's something else. That's a bit atrocious, but people call it sport right so i think that esports should be revisited they should have categories where they split genres like that fps games for example they should be something else a different category but this is all new in a way if we look at it esports is something that is very young you know it's like a child still even video games for me in history they are maybe in the beginning of being a teenager you know there was not enough evolution to really do things in a more conscious way. So this is the part I want to kind of wrap, but at the same time, passing to a different place, but still related with what James asked. In the beginning, when I started this podcast, I wanted to focus more on video games education and education for young kids, for young adults, for teenagers, and also for parents who don't know how this world works. And this makes all sense with the question James asked. And briefly, I approached the topic on episode number four of the podcast. It's called Video Games Ratings and How to Spark Creativity in Your Little Ones. If you didn't hear that episode, I recommend that you go and check that out. But the reason I'm mentioning this is, as previously I was talking about negative aspects of that video games can have in the health and development of children, the opposite is also true. In other words, what I mean is, you can use video games to empower your kids, to educate them, to give them knowledge, creativity, and so many other things. How? First, by doing that research that I mentioned before. Second, as an adult, if you have kids or if you know someone who has kids, you can also recommend that the person that is going to purchase the game first tries that game or watches some videos on YouTube about that game just to see if it's really appropriate. For me, there's nothing wrong in just wanting to entertain your kid, that's valid, of course, but if you look at it even in the short term, but even more in the medium and long term, you can do much better, right? You can make a choice of purchasing something that is going to educate your child in a specific area. Let me give you some examples. There are so many games that talk about the animal world. I will give you a few examples. Planet Zoo. If you see a kid playing Planet Zoo, what's gonna happen? 
the possibility that the child will learn so many things about a specific animal is insane. Habitat, what the animal eats, how it reproduces, how it mates, what's the climate, what is the place in the world where that animal lives, do they live in group, are they solitary, and on top of that they can even learn are they endangered, are they in risk of extinction, are they healthy in terms of population worldwide, you know, and so on and so forth. You could learn even more. I'm just giving you some, some examples. So your children can really learn a lot about the animal kingdom by playing a game like Planet Zoo. On top of that, they can be very creative in terms of building, creating spatial awareness on their brain of how they want to create the displays of the animals. How do they want them to live happy and thrive in that environment, in their zoo? And there is something very interesting as well. A previous game called Zoo Tycoon that is also available for the Xbox. Something very curious and super important happened in that game. You, in your zoo, you kept your animals, you took care of them, you gave them the best conditions possible, and then when they were old enough, you would release them to the wild. Meaning your job was kind of an intermediary, you know, you were just being responsible for a specific group of animals and then you would release them into the wild, which is super noble. And for me, that's what zoos should aim for, not keep animals closed forever. So there's so much even in terms of values that you can teach your kid. And it's interesting to also play with them, these things. See what they think, how they feel when it comes to these important values, you know? It's, it's really, really important and I can't stress it enough. But there are so many other things that children can learn from video games. They can learn maths, they can learn geometry, they can learn history. There is another game that is really interesting, which is called The World of Nubla, which basically you are going through this sort of museum and as you walk, the game is very, it's like you are walking in a painting, you know? And you get to know so many paintings of famous artists that your child can learn about art as well when playing that video game. And that can bring interest as well for the child to do research about that, to use it in school, or even if you visit a country, or even if you don't visit a country, but you visit your local museums, then the children will already go with a different luggage in terms of culture when they go and appreciate those works of art. You know, there's so much more that I could mention. I see, for example, from my daughter, how much she applies of the things she learns in the world of video games in her schoolwork. It's, it's incredible how creative she gets in terms of drawings, of creating worlds, of inventing ways that we play together, even crafting some things, you know? And so much of that came from the video games that she plays. Of course, it's normal that sometimes you make mistakes. It happened to me uh, already, like, damn it, I thought this game was appropriate and it ended up not being appropriate. It happens, it's part of, of life. You make mistakes, you don't do them on purpose. You want always the best for your kids, but sometimes it happens. And if it happens, don't feel guilty, you know? Making mistakes is how we learn and how we move on. Well, the least we can do, the better, but yay, we are humans 
that's how we learn but today it's much easier just to close this topic today is so much easier to do a proper research to do investigation to watch videos to try the games for yourself and this entire process sometimes it takes you like 10 15 minutes half an hour maximum and you can learn about that video game and then by yourself you can judge this is okay for my kid to play this will instill in my child creativity a sense of spark you know it will help in the education it will stimulate her or his reflexes and the brain in a very positive way so last thing if you know parents that have children or someone in your family if you saw this happening in your reality share this episode with them share my social media accounts with them so we can interact we can talk about this because the sofa gamers project will want to do more and more of this providing clarity education and awareness in the world of video games so that children that today they are growing with this reality since a very young age and it will be with them until adulthood in most cases in my case it was not like this because i only had access to video games later in my childhood and gaps of time that i didn't even play them but today it's much more easy it's starting to be part of the culture like you read books you watch movies you watch tv series you consume art or any other kind of pop culture video games are there in the middle so let's contribute all in our own way for the children of today to forge a better tomorrow using video games throughout their journey their life's journey it is possible i believe it is possible and i will dedicate more time and more work to that for sure so spread the word if you know someone that needs to know about this so before i'm out of here just one last thing i had this episode recorded previously and i don't know what happened it just was erased i don't know the <laughs> the audio file poofed out on the ether <laughs> gone completely gone two minutes were saved <laughs> all the rest i had to record again so i tried to approach as much as possible as i did previously but i hope that all in all i could touch the most important points regarding what james asked and mentioned which is so relevant for our reality of today so that's pretty much it my friends thank you so much for being here for tuning in and listening to this episode as always if you like what you hear share it with a friend leave your five-star review on apple podcast or itunes or in whatever platform that allows for reviews and be honest and let me know what you think of the podcast also dm me whatever questions you have or even better record an audio like james did Go to the link in the description of this episode and also in the description of all episodes of the podcast and tap there, click there, record your message, send me, I will include it here in the podcast. I would love to have your voice in the show. Please do that. Don't be shy. And finally, if you share anything related with the podcast in your social media, remember to tag me so I can give you a proper shout out there and also here in the podcast. So that's it, my friends. Thank you for listening and I hope to see you guys soon, really soon for another episode of the show. Until then, take care, my friends, and have a great day.